0: Have you ever seen the first Home Alone movie? In it, a boy named Kevin is accidentally left home alone by his busy family as they fly across the country for a Christmas vacation. A few robbers had been scoping out the house for weeks beforehand and planned to break in while Kevin's family was gone. Unbeknownst to the robbers, Kevin had picked up on their plan and began setting a series of traps around his house. The main storyline is the comedic value of the bad guys continuously getting injured by Kevin's traps. What can we say? Seeing a grown man roll on the floor in agony after stepping on broken Christmas ornaments? It's strangely amusing. Now, I wonder if you remember the old man in the movie, the one who Kevin saw walking in his neighborhood at night. Kevin was really frightened by that man and had heard many stories about him being a dangerous person. One of the brilliant twists in the movie was when that old man suddenly appears in the end, shovel in hand, rescuing Kevin from the robbers. The person Kevin had feared the most ended up becoming his friend. Of course, Home Alone is just a movie. It's intended to entertain. However, that part about the old man and Kevin holds a valuable lesson for us. Sometimes our first impressions of people may be completely wrong or at least very tainted by our perceptions of them. We often talk about how isolated people are becoming today. There are many reasons for this, but one big reason has been the invention of things like internet and 24-7 news cycles which flow to us daily. It's not so much that these things just waste our time and distract us from connecting with real people, that is certainly the case too, but I think there's more than just that. Have you ever considered, for instance, the effect that a 24-7 news cycle has on your fear of the people around you? Without realizing it, many of us have developed this sort of underlying fear of the other. We fear the person we don't even know yet, and in fact, we fear them because we don't know them yet. We have read too many headlines and heard too many stories about everyday people doing and saying terrible things. Without even thinking about it, we create stories in our mind about, quote, the lady down the street with all those crazy kids who would probably feel annoyed or get impatient if I ever tried to speak with her. These fears can be good, of course. Healthy caution can keep us safe. That's why you and I both have locks on our front doors. Yet caution becomes unhealthy when it holds us back from walking towards, paying attention to, and really getting to know the, the real, beloved lives around us. Now, when you consciously avoid eye contact while walking past a stranger on the street, you know that your fear of the other has begun to take its effect on you. This fear of the other is an age-old struggle for people at some point or another in their lives. As followers of Jesus, we can do well, though, to reflect on the ways that the Gospels describe Jesus Seeking out a relationship with people who were otherwise feared or ignored. Jesus seeking out contact with the other. One particular case in Luke's gospel tells of Jesus going out of his way to sit with a man named Levi. This is in Luke 5 verse 27 to 32. Levi had regularly been ignored and passed over by religious people and people in his community, but Jesus took the uncomfortable step of talking with Levi and even having dinner with him. This was the pattern of Jesus' life, regularly going into uncomfortable situations in order to gain a new relationship with others around him. I'll admit, that is a lot easier for some of us than for others. If you're a particularly shy person, the idea of walking up to a neighbor or someone on the street and simply introducing yourself is more than just a little uncomfortable. It's terrifying. I honestly feel your pain and I'm praying for you on this whole journey. Shy or not though, most of us share in some amount of discomfort which has prevented us from connecting with and truly learning to know the people around us. And while your prayers may not entirely rise and fall on your ability to name each person and each life situation around you, a personal and relational insight will only enrich your focus and your commitment to praying for and loving your neighbors. So ask yourself today and ask God to help you with these answers What is the worst scenario that will happen if you step beyond your comfort zone and try and connect with the others near you? Why does this idea scare you so much? Do you think others around you are fearful of stepping out of their comfort zone and getting to know you as well? I wonder how you would speak with and pray differently for that, quote, man down the street, If you knew his name, and what if you eventually knew some of his dreams and his hurts? Overcoming the barrier of fear is a huge step. Please don't think that I'm taking that lightly. But the outflow from that step can be powerful and life-changing. Even if it scares you, take a step this weekend, like I will be too and engage with someone new in your neighborhood. You may very well realize that in taking that small, simple step, you are indeed walking and talking with Jesus.